Welcome to the Top Business Leaders Podcast. You'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more and to download our show notes, go to topbusinessleaders.com. Now let's welcome today's guest, Joanne Funch. How are you, Joanne? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Dan. Oh, my pleasure. You know, you are my LinkedIn go-to expert who has helped me improve my LinkedIn profile and results. So I'm delighted that you're going to be on the show and share your ideas on how other authors and business owners, coaches and consultants can improve their LinkedIn profiles and working with LinkedIn to get more business. So thank you for being with us. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, let's start with the obvious answer, the obvious question. Uh, what should an author do to become more visible on LinkedIn? Good question. Well, first I want to say this, Dan. I think that authors need to get past the idea that LinkedIn is just for recruiters and job seekers. That's kind of number one. And it's ideal for all professionals that want to build their brand, gain that visibility for that brand, um, and build and nurture their relationships. So that, I think, is key to understand why they should be on LinkedIn. And then I think I want to say that, you know, it's, it's ideal for writers in general because the platform offers you the ability to write both long-form content um, and what LinkedIn calls articles on LinkedIn, as well as posting in the news feed. And I say that because if you're a good writer, you want to inspire people to engage with your writing, right? Sure. Well, let's break down those two things. Uh, what is the difference between the news feed and articles? So when you're on the home page of LinkedIn, that is what is called the news feed. So you see all the posts that people are making, whatever kind of style of post that is. And from that home page, you can write an update or you can write an article as well as posting video and other types of content. But the point I want to make is that is the place where you are posting your content. And really the reason that you want to be posting content on LinkedIn is to get engagement and to get visibility. Okay. So um, the newsfeed posts are really short little um, messages. Uh, uh, how would you write a message that, well, can you give us an example of a message and then can you show us how to increase engagement with that message? Because I've been writing posts that say, uh, here's something wonderful that someone on my podcast said and let, leaving it that. Uh, but you showed me a way to improve that kind of message by making it more engaging. So let's use that as a starting point. Well, I think what you're doing is really great, Dan, because you are shouting out about someone else. So that's a great style post when you can mention someone else and you're doing that by tagging their name and giving your 
uh, connections a reason to listen to that podcast episode, for example. What's in it for them? So the key when you post is you have to think about the audience you're speaking to and what's in it for them. What are they going to learn? And then in terms of engagement, the style of how you write is important. So could you pose a question to your audience within that post that asks them to take some action? What do you think? Uh, leave your comment. Uh, can you, do you have anything to add? Things like that that are going to spark the reader to actually engage with you. Great, great point. You also told me that if you add hashtags, you could increase visibility. So let's t- tell people your, your secret trick, tick, t- trick for, <laughs> <laughs> for finding the right hashtags. Because I found that I, I was using hashtags I thought were good, but actually no one was actually following those hashtags. So how can we find well, hashtags that people follow? Well, that, I mean, there is, it is the, um, the key is a hashtag, first of all, is added to a post as a designator to what the post is about. People can follow hashtags, and the reason you want to do that is you could follow hashtags to get in someone else's conversation, but also as a flag to people who are following a hashtag who might want to read your post. So let me give you an example of that. Um, So... To get in a conversation about the topic of your book, for example, by following those appropriate hashtags, let's say you wrote a book about marketing. And so one of the hashtags you would use would be hashtag marketing, which happens to have 20 million followers. Now, common sense tells us we want to be using hashtags that people are actually following. So you want to research that hashtag in the top search bar by putting hashtag and the word next to it and look at how many followers there are. If, if a hashtag has 200 followers, it's not a very big reach. So I would suggest that the mark you're looking for is around 100,000. Now, using the example, if your book, again, is about marketing – You're creating a post of something that you maybe you've repurposed just a topic from your book. Let's use that as an example. So one of the hashtags, again, would be hashtag marketing. But you would also want to add between three and nine relevant hashtags. So what, in addition to marketing, is your post about? and add between three and nine hashtags. Great. It's good to know what to do and also what not to do. What are some of the don'ts about posts? What shouldn't you do? What would be considered obnoxious or violating some etiquette on Well, I think the things that are obnoxious, number one, is that all of your posts are very transactional. Uh, They're all about you rather than what's in it for your audience that I mentioned earlier. So that's number one. You know, you should be posting about something where you're adding value to your followers. Uh, 
So nobody wants to keep seeing in the news feed a promotional post every single thing from you. That's number one. Number two is the misuse of at tagging people. Uh, Sometimes I get tagged in people's posts because they want to bring me in because I have an active audience. I think that's not a good business practice in general. I think it's fine to at tag someone that your post is about, but not to overuse that. Does that make sense? Uh, Yeah, I've been on, I've gotten emails because I was tagged in a post with 50 other people. And it's like, it's not about me. It's not relevant. They were just trying to get me uh, to to look at their material, which uh, did not leave a good impression in my mouth. So, Exactly. That's because you're someone of influence and what they're trying to do is they're trying to, you know, build off your audience. So that is a mistake. Um, The other thing I want to say in terms of posting is sharing other people's posts. Uh, Clicking on the share button, you might think you're helping someone else. But in fact, it's really kind of a waste of time because LinkedIn doesn't value a share. So if you're trying to build your authority, even with um, someone in your network, it's better to at tag them than to share their post. Um, Go ahead. When someone comments on your post, what's the best way to engage with them? Do you simply put a like next to it or do you further a conversation somehow? Well, the goal you should have is always engagement. Because LinkedIn favors engagement. And what I mean by that is they'll keep showing your stuff to more people the more they see your in, your audience is engaged. They think you're relevant because people are engaging with you. So if you can keep the conversation going, so the person who left you a comment, can you expand on their comment when possible versus just a like? A thumbs up helps the poster, but it doesn't help you be discovered. That's so you want to make sure that you're always engaging and responding to people who leave you a comment. Great point, because I think a lot of people think just the opposite, that if you just go down and say like, 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 uh, you get an attaboy from the people who mentioned it, so they get a dopamine yeah. rush, and you get a dopamine rush, and you're staying top of mind. As far as LinkedIn is concerned and with shareability, mm-hmm. it's uh, mm-hmm. just whistling in the wind. Uh, Agreed. Let, yeah. Let's move over to the idea of articles now. Um, can you – I'm guessing you can take a, po- oh, a blog post and just copy it and paste it into LinkedIn for an article. Is that right? And if you do that, what else would you need to do to dress it up or make it LinkedIn compatible? Uh, Yeah, absolutely, you can repurpose a blog post. First of all, what I want to say about articles is they they don't rank high in terms of visibility or reach in the news feed. But what I do think articles are good for, particularly if you're a writer, people want to see your writing. And and so I tell people to add an article to their profile at least once a quarter. Now, 
how do you do that? Well, it's pretty simple. You can use the same graphic that you have in your blog post and use it in your article. You can use the same headline uh, as most writers know, right? Um, as well as any business professional, right? Your headline needs to be compelling. So if you want to change that headline to be more compelling, you certainly could do that. When you copy and paste your text, there's no problem with that. I recommend at the very bottom of your article, you put an asterisk and you say, originally published to my blog. I think that's a good best practice. And then I would absolutely encourage you to end with an author's bio box. Great. I was going to ask you about that. I didn't know if that violated any LinkedIn terms or whatever. Now, in your bio no. box, can you have a link back to your website or to your Amazon yes. book page? Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. You could link back to your website, to a landing page, hmm. any place you want to direct people to for more information because – you have to remember, people could see your article in the newsfeed that you're not connected to, and they may be interested, and they'll click on it. doesn't necessarily mean they're going to go to your profile. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, those are great tips. Uh, and as we, uh, as we come to near the end of our session, let's talk about that profile. Now, my audience is different than most. If they were strictly authors, we'd be telling them to, to say something like, you know, uh, Joanne is a writer of mystery novels, and her latest series is the, uh, you know, the, the Plymouth Street Murderers. Um, but we're not. Our audience, our speakers, coaches, authors, and people who own businesses, and we want people to hire us for our marketing services mm-hmm. or our speaking services or our um, lawyering or CPA right. or whatever. So how how would you adjust someone's profile to say that they are a CPA and the author of, you know, retire uh, abundantly or something like right. that. <laughs> so this all goes to building your brand and mm-hmm. building your brand on LinkedIn should be paramount to anyone in business, just like you would your website. I want you to think of it in the same way. So your title is really important. The title shouldn't necessarily be author, although you could include that word. Your title should be the keywords that people would use to hire someone like you, followed by a results-driven tagline. Now, how you use your book to build your authority and your credibility, there are numerous places in your profile. You can add it in publications. You can add it up front in the featured section, a cover of your book. You should be using your header image on LinkedIn to build your overall brand. And so a picture of your book cover should be included in that graphic at the top of your LinkedIn profile. That's a giant billboard for what you do and who you serve. So you want to think of your book as that credibility builder, which is I know is what you teach people to do and how to use that book. Uh, but you don't want it to overshadow what your business actually is, which is what you just mentioned. Perfect. Great. As we wrap up, do you have any other tips for business people and how to connect on with others on LinkedIn? 
Well, I think it's number one, your profile is paramount to your success because people are meeting us online before they meet us offline. So getting that right is number one. Number two, when you're building relationships with people, I mean, we all know that relationships result in opportunities. So it's important to be sharing sharing good content that builds your authority. It's important to be connecting and always adding people to your network. Uh, I think that's huge because uh, you never know where the opportunities are going to come from. And oftentimes, I think you and I can both attest to the fact that they come from other people referring us. But that means other people have to know who we are. So just be open to... Building your network continuously is what I would tell people. Excellent advice. Joanne, who is your perfect client and how can they get in touch with you? Well, I work with professionals as well as corporate leaders who really want to drive their visibility and increase their engagement. So if I can be helpful to your audience in that way, they can reach me uh, at Find all the information on my website, which is linkedinforbusiness.net. Great. Thank you for being with us. And they can find me on LinkedIn. (laughs) Of course. Thank you for being with us today, Joanne. Thanks so much for having me, Dan. Great conversation. And thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.